Welcome back, sports fans. We are live from Guaranteed Great Field. Everyone's favorite <laughs> name for a stadium. And definitely what all of the fans and citizens of the city call it. Uh, this is a Sports Retorts First reporting live from a sporting event. I'm Hooli. I'm the Joe. I'm Mary Beth Smith, and this is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The bad. The ugly. And right now the White Sox are up 5-0 on the Astros in the top of the seventh, but we're going to switch to basketball where we have a good, bad, and ugly for August. MB? It's the bottom of the sixth, but I will continue with a good in the world of the NBA. So, in the, it sure is the bottom of the sixth. As the White Sox are the home team. Well, the, the box score has 26 different boxes. It has, pay attention it has one that. in the bottom of the sixth spot because they have scored one run in the bottom of the sixth. They should highlight it. Back to the NBA. NBA Live 18 is about to feature a game for, uh, with the WNBA in it for the first time. So they've brought in a bunch of WNBA players to get motion capped for all of their realistic facial features. Uh, you will not, as of yet, be able to play as a WNBA player for the career mode, but uh, they're working on that, all reports, and you will be able to play one-off games and uh, other contention games that just non-career mode games as WNBA against WNBA. And the reps for the game have come out and said that they have tried to model the gameplay after actual WNBA play. So it's not just that they modeled the male uh, video game characters to play as to look like females, but they've also tried to change up the gameplay, which I think is honestly one of the more impressive parts of this story. Yeah. I, I, for me, one of the better parts of the story is the facial recognition for WNBA players. Hopefully it results That's in a really good point. direct dollars. But exactly, like the NFL has a problem with non-recognition. Right. NBA is one of the more recognizable. Baseball does as well. And for the WNBA, for the players to get their face out there, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm really jazzed about this story. And as you pointed out and the article that I read about it uh, mentioned, the FIFA games have been featuring the women's national teams for a long time. So it's cool to see another sport take that step. And hopefully we'll see some of the popularity of the sport uptick. Hooli, do you want to take it away for the bad segment? Absolutely. There's not a lot of basketball in August, but there is some bad basketball. In the Drew League... Future teammates and current teammates, Chris Paul and James Harden, got into a small tiff when Paul passed to Harden and thought that Chris Paul thought that Harden should drive in for a layup. James Harden does what James Harden does and ate soup and shot that three and made it. Now, afterwards, 
James Harden did in fact eat soup. And Chris Paul threw up his hands and threw up a little bit of a, hey man, I thought you were gonna do a, makes a layup motion and they go back and forth. James Harden then does more soup eating, smiles at Chris Paul, and then they embrace at half court after the made shot. While it doesn't seem like a lot, if the two are already bickering in Drew League, I cannot wait for the next year. Plus, a fight over soup? Come on, you guys. (laughs) Could you fight over something less interesting? I mean, if it's that big of a problem, just go to the Olive Garden. It's unlimited. I highly recommend the Zupa Descana. So, for the ugly segment of the NBA, we uh, turn to a team that won the NBA championship the season before last, has been to the finals for the last three years, where one of the uh, star players, uh, a young guy who's been with the team for five, six years now, Kyrie Irving. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The White Sox just scored probably two more runs. This is a one-sided barn burner. The score runs up to six to nothing in the bottom of the six. We're still in the bottom of the six. Oh, excuse me, I was right the first time. They scored two more runs. Bases were loaded, so that was a bases loaded single. Got two in. You know what they say? Magic happens when the bases are juiced. I have heard that. Yeah. That's what would be on the back of my jersey. (laughs) Magic happens when the bases are juiced. So Kyrie Irving, star point guard, the the player who uh, made uh, the shot in the 2015 Mm -hmm. uh, NBA Finals. No, it's 2016 NBA Finals. One of the heroes of Cleveland has demanded a trade out of Cleveland. Apparently being guaranteed a trip to the finals is no longer what he's looking for. Rumor has it that Kyrie's looking to be the man on a team, to uh, be the star, and obviously playing under LeBron's shadow uh, isn't what he's looking for. So he's going to uh, dismantle the hopes and dreams of Northeast Ohio, and demand to be traded to a team for a subpar return, and then LeBron will leave us next year to go to the Rockets or Lakers. So uh, thanks, Kyrie, uh, or should I say Byrie. Rumor has it he's just going to keep walking until he falls off the face of the planet. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, won't he be scared if he gets traded to a coastline that he could just slip right off? I think so. Uh, Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> Well, the good news is he's not going to Miami or Boston because there's no way those teams will play. Oh, he did the cute thing. Aww. A gentleman just did the correct thing and gave a ball to a young fan. A very small girl, and she is so happy. But also, Joe's greatest fear almost happened. A ball was coming directly toward us as he was recording. I don't know what to do when the ball comes. I know you're supposed to catch it, but how? Oh, like Kyrie, you just request for a trade and run away. Oh, good. I'd like to go to section uh, 208, please. (laughs) I'll give you two $1 hot dogs in return. And a pop to be named later. 
Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. that applies to both the market that we record out of and the market that Huli is a fan of and the most controversial market of last year in the NFL. Big news in the NFL is Cutler to Miami. Huli, first thoughts. No! 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 Like, either tank or don't, or let Matt Moore do what he did and guide you into the playoffs like he did last year. Yeah. Or at least bring in some guy named Colin something to work out. I get, I get why they did it. Adam Gase, Cutler had his best years under him, and he's had statistics, blah, 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 coaches whisper, quarterback, blah, blah, blah. But to not bring in Cap is infuriating. I, from an outside perspective, I agree with you. I'm really shocked, and it really has to be a PR thing that no one is bringing in Cap. Like, right? Absolutely. Like, his, his talent didn't fall off, did it? Well, I, I, I read on the internet, so it must be true, that uh, <laughs> John Harbaugh wanted to bring him in to, uh, to, to back up Flacco for the Ravens. Yes. Uh, because, uh, obviously, uh, if anybody's going to know what kind of player Colin Kaepernick is, it would be Jim Harbaugh. Mm. So his brother, the coach of the Baltimore Ravens, has inside information, but the uh, the ownership, the front office, doesn't want to do it because of the media distraction. That's infuriating to me. Absolutely. It is. It is. And so Stephen Ross, owner of the Dolphins, has come out and... Jesus. That's a long ball. And there goes the shutouts. <laughs> Fisher pulls in a solo homer in the nine spot for the Astros to start off the eighth inning. I feel a rally coming on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this team, we will get into it in the baseball section, has been playing better offense than anyone else in the league by 36 points. Like, uh, 36% better, basically, than the average offense in the major leagues. That was their number nine hitter. That just that hit. was their number nine. So now we're back at the top of the, ooh, I feel something magic I'm happening. S- like, when you said that, I was like, I don't even know if I would joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> rallying? You were rallying? I mean, I'm ready to boot on the boot and rally part with Cutler to Miami. Are we still, are we still on that? Yes. That still makes me want to vomit. Uh, yes, absolutely. You're not going to get a jersey? A smoked tuna jersey? You? That was you? That I was thought that me. was MB. That was Joe. That was Joe? Yeah, no, I, was like, I will not be I getting a smoke tuna. I think you're pointing to me for a reason. <laughs> no, that was Joe's joke originally. Yeah. I guess my question is, in that humidity, isn't it more likely that his unvaccinated yes. kids are going to get sick? <laughs> yes, they will get measles probably in a more tropical environment. Right. But without that Florida State income tax, do what you want, Jay. Chris and Cavalieri is going to bring Zika back up to Chicago or something. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would actually like to take this time to formally apologize to every Bears fan, every Chicago sports fan, that for every Cutler joke that I've made in the past 
He's been on my team for all of five days at this point, and I'm already sick to my stomach. So I'm sorry, and I don't know how you did it, Bears fans. Uh, I have a hot take, and it might not be that hot of a take. It's a warm take, and I said it before we recorded. I think Jay Cutler is a top half of the league quarterback. I think he has the talent to be a top 15 or 16 quarterback. I, th- the, I would kill for the Browns to have him. Uh, Jay Cutler that- wouldn't be a top half quarterback in the SEC. Wow. <laughs> Big pop-up by the leadoff hitter, George Springer, caught in the outfield by one of the three Garcias that plays for the White Sox. I think that one's Cherry. <laughs> That's my favorite of the Garcias. Oh, 100%. But you think that Flacco... Oh, <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> I think Flacco's elite, and I think Cutler is a top half of the league quarterback. Oh, great. So your opinions don't count. <laughs> Yikes. All I think to add to this is that if smoking Cutler isn't smoking Cuban cigars, that by this time next year, then he's making a mistake. MBs. MLB. BMs. Yes! I mean, since we're at a Major League Baseball game, we should talk about the trades that were made right at the deadline and a couple that have been made since, maybe even that have happened since we've been sitting at this game. What? Live and late breaking. (laughs) Uh, So first up, I think the uh, outright winners of this trade season and the last... 14 months of baseball trades actually are these Chicago White Sox. They have traded up so much that they have the best farm system in baseball. Of course, it means they've lost a lot of their biggest names, but they should be really selling out and banking on the next couple seasons. They have acquired 11, the top 11 prospects in their system have been acquired in the last 14 months. Oh, wow. That's Starting with the sale trade and then moving forward. Correct. So once once the fire sale started, it didn't really quit. So they have given up Todd Frazier, Jose Quintana, and a number of uh, Melky Cabrera, and a number of other players for just a plethora of other teams' best prospects. We will get to some of those other guys later on in this conversation. But I, as a Sox fan, especially considering they're about to take their second game off of the Astros in this three-game series, the best team in the league, I, I like where I'm sitting. You know, I, 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 it, this is a tough season to get through, and the people in front of us moved up from $7 seats to these uh, $40 ones with a, a, an amount of ease that can't be described. Uh, so uh, no one's rushing to these games, but I think people are going to be rushing to these games in a couple years. Which is exciting. I mean, I think in baseball, unlike any other sport, you have that, that ability to directly replenish your stocks and your futures. Certainly we've seen baseball, uh, excuse me, basketball teams try to do that, like the Sixers through actively losing. Uh, the Browns did the same thing last year, going 1-15 in yeah, hopes of getting... the choice yeah. to lose. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the difference is that in baseball, you don't have to lose to get better. You just have to trade away your best players. Absolutely. So it's different, but it's like... It works, and I think that's exciting to see what the team can become when these players start to come to uh, 
when these trades start to come to fruition. On the other side of town, the Cubs are kind of sitting on the other side of that. They've pretty much sold the farm to really try to bolster their numbers. It seems to be paying off so far. They've had a great second half after the All-Star break. I believe they're still leading their uh, division right now. Uh, but they picked up Jose Quintana from the White Sox. It's yes. one of a few times in baseball history that the two teams have actually traded. Oh, wow. Uh, just, huh. you know, because they're uh, essentially rivals, even though they're across the two leagues. Yeah, they the also picked up Justin Willis, Wilson and Alex Avila from the... Detroit Tigers, uh, both great players for the Tigers, a very struggling team this year. So the Tigers looking to bolster their numbers as well in an offseason. Justin Wilson being a reliever under their control for the next few years may end up being closer in the future. And Alex Avila is going to replace uh, Miguel Montero as Wilson Contreras' backup. Because Miguel Montero, I don't know if you guys know this, kind of mouthed off enough that the Cubs yes. replaced him. Yeah. No. Yeah, he, he wasn't playing great, but also he was just not performing well in terms of personality for no. how they were operating in the first half. You know, they were struggling, and he was kind of talking shit about some of the pitchers, and the Cubs were like, listen, buddy, that ain't going to happen. And they, they You're start, not good enough. Yeah, and, and Wilson Contreras has uh, stepped in with flying colors. He's hit, I think the most home runs of anyone since the All-Star break. He's hitting the cover off the ball. Nice. Has K-Bry heated up? Uh, not especially, but Anthony Rizzo has. So right. not good for the Chore Desserts, but good for the Cubs. Cool. Good. So Sox were a team that were bolstering their farm system. Cubs were a team that did the opposite and tried to bolster and win. MB, who else is a team that was trying to win a little bit? So I also think that the Yankees came out well in the this trade deadline. They picked up Sonny Gray from the A's, who was their best starter this season, mm-hmm. and was there were a lot of rumors swirling about where he would go. The Braves were in those rumors at some point, so I was pretty jacked about that. Unfortunately, he went to a more competitive team. But on that same note, Jaime Garcia, who was a Brave at the beginning of the season, was having a pretty decent start for us and was one of the better guys on the waiver wire originally went to the Twins, and the Twins flipped him to the Yankees, I think, after a start or two. And the Yankees actually gave up more than the Twins did to the Braves to get him because they wanted him more. So pretty savvy move by the Twins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pick up a piece that you don't want that someone else does. I can't really remember the last time something like that happened. I don't know if the Twins... I think it was in my fantasy football league. (laughs) I don't know if the Twins thought that they would be more relevant than they have been since the All-Star break. That may be part of it. They've been pretty struggling. But the Yankees also picked up Todd Frazier to kind of ease their pains at first because it's been one of their weakest points of their lineup. With him and Aaron Judge in the fold, they have actually still kept around their best prospects, so they've been able to do a lot of work without totally selling the farm. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they were a team at the end of last year that that we were talking about just being like, well, they're decimated, and they this is going to be rebuilding. They have absolutely like, outplayed my expectations for them. Yeah. I am eating my words where the Yankees are concerned. Uh, moving on to the Dodgers, another team who has made out well in mm-hmm. these trades. Real soft tongue to make out with the Dodgers. <laughs> Hello. They picked up you, Darvish, yeah. from the Rangers. 
easily the biggest starting pitcher trade that happened. Sonny Gray would have been a bigger story if you Darvish hadn't gone to the Dodgers. The fact that you Darvish has gone to the Dodgers is astronomical. They're starting rotation was already better. So in the same breath that I mentioned that the Astros were 36% better than the average offense, the Dodgers are 36% better than the average pitching. So a lot of baseball fans are crying out for an Astros-Dodgers World Series just because it would pit the best starting pitching against the best offense of the league. We are down to the last out of this game, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you hear some crowd noise starting around us. A couple of smatterings for the Strohs. And oh, that's a live ball. He hit off a double into the corner. Coming around, they're going to hold him at second. Stay two. <laughs> yeah. Took my advice. Oh, he's leaving. Never mind. Brian McCann. Oh, my boy, Brian McCann, yes, back we... up to bat in the top of the ninth. Could keep the game alive, could end it here. Yes, we McCann. Yes, we McCann. Uh, basically, suffice to say, the Dodgers got one of the best starting pitchers in baseball when they already had the best starting rotation in baseball. That's bonkers. They are going to be unstoppable down, down the pipe. Uh, I believe this is still true that the only team that has beaten the Dodgers since July 4th is my Atlanta Braves. That's amazing. Uh, so the Boston Red Sox, another team that picked up a couple of good guys in the past couple of weeks. They got Eduardo Nunez from the Giants, who is a Bravos Chortazord, if yes. I'm not mistaken. No, we tried to trade for him. Yes. Yeah, we and tried to. the dude never picked up the phone. That's a shame. Uh, well, Too bad that we're in first place now and he could have had a piece of the pie. I absolutely agree with that. Too bad. Big for props it, to MB for uh, <laughs> driving the Chorts to uh, number I, wart. I also think that Eduardo Nunez is going to be a great pickup for the Boston Red Sox. They, he filled the hole in their lineup left by our Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Our Kung Fu Kung Panda. Panda. And Brian McCann recorded the last out of this baseball game. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a 7-1 final. And we're back as people file out of guaranteed great fields. A Chicago institution guaranteed rate field. When visitors come to the city, they're always like, I want to see Willis Tower and guaranteed rate field. <laughs> and whatever moved in where Hot Dugs was. <laughs> uh, so I think we left off with me remarking how much the Dodgers bolstered their starting rotation. But uh, they... Uh-oh. Will you hold this? I'm going to get my notes back up. They did. I mean, they already had a fantastic starting rotation. It seemed to me that they needed help with their middle reliever stuff, right? Yeah, so they picked up a couple of other pitchers. It's just, it's such a, like, also-ran situation because the Darvish trade is so huge. Sure. No one's talking about the other guys that they picked up. Sure. But they do have Tony Singrani, who they'll probably, honestly, it's probably the situation a lot of people are expecting that they'll drop their fourth or fifth starter into the bullpen. Sure. So when they have guys who are very strong fourth and fifth starters that will be able to play out of their bullpen, they're 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 sitting pretty. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one other um, disappointment, honestly, uh, is the Astros. 
those. So they bolstered their bullpen a bit because obviously the only thing they're lacking is pitching. Uh, but a lot of Houston fans hoped that they would be the ones to make a big move for a starting pitcher. And we may see that hinder their opportunities down the line. So they picked up Francis Francisco Liriano, who is a great reliever, and gave up Nori Aoki, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, who's a, a good, you know, bat off the bench, but they just don't need a guy like that right now. With already the league's best offense, I mean, yeah, it's a question of, like, do you make try to shore up your weaknesses or make your strength even stronger? But. Right. Uh, the Washington Nationals made a big play to bolster their bullpen, and I think they're actually going to be very a force to be reckoned with as a result. They picked up Sean Doolittle from the A's and Brandon Kinsler from the Twins, who is a Bravo short desert, and that's actually a downgrade for our team because Doolittle will probably be their closer for the remainder of the season, while Kinsler will get moved into a setup role. So the Chorks are missing out on some closers, uh, some, saves. excuse me, saves yeah. be, as a result. Uh, but uh, their manager is playing it pretty close to the vest. He's trying not to outright say who the, who's going to be in the closer role for the remainder, but it's looking like Sean Doolittle because he's been great so far. Well, and he's a doctor, so like you have to respect that. Right, and he can talk to all of the mascots that are animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got, I got a quick move that I want to highlight if I can. Please. The Mariners and the Rangers worked out a deal, trading Ernesto Frieri for a dollar. For one dollar? For one dollar, not like in the old, you know, like, oh, we traded him for a bag of balls and some peanuts, and that was like, the way we did things. This is modern-day baseball where players are being traded for a dollar. Where somebody just... A veteran guy who got moved down to uh, lower... Uh... How we doing, sir? Oh, no! On, on behalf of Sports Retorts with Huli and the Joe. I was going to say, on behalf of all the Pokemon people that came up here in Chicago. <laughs> Sorry, man. Did, no, you, did, did you catch it? Did you catch it? I caught them all. Oh, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Got to catch them all. Proud of you. Thank you very much. Cleveland fan? Cleveland, yeah. Okay, I was. Hey, look, I'm, I'm from the South Side. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I was pulling for clips. I was, I was pulling for Thank you very much. No, don't say thank you. It didn't, it oh, didn't pan out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What's wrong with you? Hey, but you guys are cool now. Like, you threw them Jose Quintana earlier You know what? Season. You talk too much. Hey, I'm going to have to her ass. Hey, you guys have a good night. Thank, thank you, you, sir. You too, man. Congratulations okay. on the win. But you know what? Since you're talking, we're coming for y'all. No. Okay. All right. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Prepare. On his way out. <laughs> I think I just got threatened. I think so. Um. So that, yeah, that happened. So yeah, we got a man on the street bit after all. Yeah, I'm wearing a Pikachu shirt. Is the context you're missing for? He laughed very hard when he realized you were wearing a Pikachu shirt. That's the reaction I've gotten from most people, and I love it. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, any other baseball trade notes? 
Um, basically, the only thing I would close it out with is that the Brewers should be pretty disappointed in themselves. They were still in contention to win their division, and they did not make any exciting trades at the deadline. If I were a Brewers fan, I would be disappointed. The other two teams who sold off the farm are uh, the Rangers, but not sold the farm, but uh, sold off their best guys. The Rangers and the A's definitely uh, sold off a lot for not much, but they weren't going to be in contention. But the, the Brewers still could have won their division, and I'm disappointed that they didn't uh, go farther. Brewers are NL Central? Correct. So the Cubs are going to be taking advantage of the fact that they yes. did not make any major moves at the deadline. You alright? Yeah, we tried. We tried. It's back, 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 back. Looks like we got a walk up. All right. As we hear the remarks from the Sox manager on their play in this game, we're going to ask one last question of the four of us who attended this game together in the form of a walk-off. This walk-off will be, what would your walk-up music be were you a Major League Baseball player? I'll start. I'm going to go with the French version of Despacito. Uh, I thought about this long and hard. I think I'm going to go with my walk-up music being the national anthem, so I always get a standing ovation. <laughs> Pretty good. I have a boring answer of my walk-up music music always being the same as what my intro music for my own podcast is. So it used to be uh, uh, Patty... Oh, God, I'm not going to remember the artist's last name, but it's a song called Flamin' Red, which tracks, but I've recently changed it to Lizzo's Feeling Good as Hell. The song is just called Good as Hell, but I feel like if I were walking up, I would want to feel good as hell, so that that's a no, no question for me. Oh, mine is Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. <laughs> Forever and always. <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> I think that's all we've got, so thank you for bearing with all of the external noise in this experiment of an episode. I am glad we got a contributor to this, though I think you thought we were in from out of town because, I mean, we look like out-of-towners at this point. We do. Uh, speak for yourselves, I'm wearing a black and white shirt. I fit right in here at Guaranteed Right Field. Uh, Mary Beth and I are both each representing a uh, Major League Baseball team, neither of which played the game we watched today. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Hooey and the Joe. Twitter.com is at Hooey and the Joe. Instagram, sports underscore retorts. Maybe we'll throw a picture from tonight's game up tonight. And, uh, you can also rate and review us at Apple Podcasts or however else you listen to podcasts. And that's the best way for people to know that we are a podcast. Sports! Retorts! With Uli and the Joe. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome!
thank you all, thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.